Hey, what's up guys? Jordan Anderson here and welcome to today's episode. We're going to talk about the six pillars of a cr- successful, let me start that again. The six pillars of a creative, successful, a successful creative business. We'll do it one more time. The six pillars of a successful creative business. Now, I say the six pillars because there are six in tandem, in combination. These pillars are the things that are going to hold up your house, that are going to build your temple as a business. And, um, the young me, the immature me, at first thought I just needed one of these or I would move on from one pillar to the next. And how that's kind of how my journey has been that it's, I've, I've started with one pillar and we'll, kind of, we'll go, we'll, the, how I kind of present this will go through the order in which I've kind of adapted these and brought these things on into my life. But the biggest realization was that it's not just about one pillar, it's about all of these pillars. So let's kind of get into it. Like I was just saying, you need alignment of all of these pillars together. You cannot just have one of these things. You can't, you know, you maybe have two, you can maybe have three, but when you have all of these together, when all of these fall together, when they all kind of line up like the, you know, like the blades of a zipper almost, it just, it just zips it up real tight. And, and, and it's, that's where you really start to see success in your business and, uh, let me kind of walk you through kind of my journey. So the first pillar is motivation. And I hope all these are spare ch- spell check. So the first one was motivation. And my, and when I was, you know, I talked about this yesterday in the, in the 2013 world, 2014, 2015, it was all about startup culture. Twitter was hot. Instagram was hot. Facebook was hot. Uh, the Snapchat was barely being born. Uh, all of these things were emerging. And it was really like, it was intense. It was an intense time to kind of start a business or like, you know, it was the right time. I was taking an entrepreneur class. I was reading. I had just found people like Gary Vee and Tim Ferriss, kind of those kind of authors kind of entered my life. And I started following those people on YouTube and things like that. And I got really motivated. And I was like, this is it. This is how you start a business. Like, all you just need is the motivation. And there are millions of videos on YouTube. You know this. I don't have to tell you this. Uh, about motivation, books on motivation, motivational tapes, things to get you excited to start your business. And that's what I thought you had to do. I thought I was like, okay, if I'm motivated enough to do something, if I just have the willpower to do this, then I can do it. And and you'll see, as I kind of explained through all this, it is still just not exactly it. So with motivation, that my flaw with it, and this is kind of where I moved on. Like I was, I was living, um, I was at one point in my life, I was addicted to motivation videos, motivational videos, watching the epic keynote speeches, and just like I would watch those all the time and think in my head that I'm like. I'm jacked up, I'm excited, and I'm watching these motivational videos, and that's like, I'm doing my business, or I would, I would do one thing from the business, and that was it. There wasn't, you know, there wasn't really anything from it, kind of fizzled out. And what I learned with motivation is that motivation is temporary. It's like what you had for lunch today. Like, you can't survive the rest of your life off of the one thing you had for lunch today. It's just like a small little piecemeal thing, and it's, important. It's important to have motivation, but it's not the most important thing or it's it's a combination of all of these things. Number two, this is and this is like the natural progression maybe, but let's talk about tactics now. That was my kind of like this is your second pillar of your business. I was motivated a lot, so then that motivated me to start learning very surface level things, tactics, how to do something, how to 
post a video, how to set up a live stream, how to uh, start a Snapchat account. Thing, you know, all of those things were very surface level. How to start a vlog, how to get the the top, the the five pieces of gear you need to have a for for the best vlog ever, like those kind of like very tactical things. How to do step by step, um, and maybe and it, this is it's a natural progression. I get it. If you're young and you don't know the tactics, you have to learn the tactics. You have if you want to be an editor, if you want to be a, a videographer, or cinematographer, you have to learn Adobe and how to shoot and and how to work with cameras and how to light. It's those are very tactical things, and it's you. But what you become, you you're not running a business. And you're okay. You're got the one pillar. You're motivated, and now you're moving on to tactics. Like now you know how to do things, but you're not running a business yet. You're still just a practitioner. You are still kind of not like a, a day laborer is not the right word, but you would be hired as just like the low man on the totem pole. Like okay, I know how to video edit, so I can be I can run my own video editing company business. And it's like no, you're just you are the technician. You know how to do this thing. Um, and a great book I want you guys to check out, and I should have like linked it in, in the show notes, but go read The E-Myth Revisited, and it talks about these kind of three things. There's the entrepreneur, and, and I'll, maybe I'll talk about this more, but there's the entrepreneur, there's the manager, and then there's the technician. If you just know how to do the tactics, if you just know how to do step-by-step, step, you know, I know how to assemble this object. I know how to assemble this video. I know how to color grade this photo. I know how to shoot this photo. That is very tactical, very surface level, and you will get hired by companies and maybe, you know, low end, low ticket clients will hire you, but you're not, you're going to start to run into some roadblocks. And that's where I started to run into. I was like, the I just, I got so focused on the tactics. Like the more I have to learn, if I learn more, or the more I learn, then I'll know how to really kick ass. Or like if I'm just this expert and just like keep pushing further and further into like tactical expertise, then I'll run it. I'll get better at my business. And I, and I didn't. So that like so you have to watch watch out for that. The same with motivation. You can get you can overdose on motivation. You can also overdose on the tactics. Strategy. This was my next move. I was like, cool. That makes sense. I'll move into strategy. Now I know I'm motivated. I've got the tactics, and now I'll start to combine a strategy of all this stuff, and I will start to, you know, now I'll start to see the big picture, and I won't just, I won't just do task A, B, and C, I'll start to combine it into larger projects, into larger initiatives, into larger things I want in my business, into, into larger goals I want to reach, and I'll, and I'll look at everything from a strategy so that you know, when I'm working, I'm working at the very tiny level at the, when I'm in the edit bay and just focus on editing a video, I'm, or or even when I'm shooting a video, I really know what I'm doing. I know why I'm doing it and I'm able to kind of move forward and, and understand and not get so bogged down in the details because I still have that 30,000 foot view. And that's, and two years ago, a year and a half ago, that was my, that was my next move. I was like, let me get into strategy if, because that's what, you know, as you're growing up, as you're getting better in the creative business, if you're a videographer, cinematographer, photographer, any kind of creative, you, you know, you start out as, and maybe, you know, you can look at the kind of natural progression in a corporate uh, video production house. You can look, look at the natural progression in 
a small video production house. You know, there's the young kid who is just the technician. They're the whiz kid. And then you got the higher ups, the managers who are looking at the kind of broad picture, the broad strategy, the broad, broader initiatives um, that are going to lead the business further down the road uh, in the right direction. And that's what I got really obsessed with. Like, yeah, if I know this, if I know strategy, then I'm going to be better than these little kids, these little 21 year olds who are just shooting videos. You know, that's all they know how to do. They just know with Premiere and how to shoot on a DSLR. I know strategy, so I'm better. And that, and to some degree, yeah, like now that you're kind of bringing in these pillars, it like you are elevating your skills. Like you are able to kind of set yourself higher and higher, but it's still, it was still wasn't, it still wasn't all that. That moved me to the next one, which is permission. And this, I think, is comes in a, a different, a couple different flavors for people. It can be in the form of permission for yourself. It can be in form if you're married, permission with you and your spouse. And if you're younger, or if you're going to the family business, it can be permission with your family, with your dad, with your mom, and. This is a lot harder to kind of come by. This I don't think you can read in a book. This I don't think you can have any kind of aha moment from watching some cool YouTube video. It's about the now I'm getting serious. Like the 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 permission side is you saying to yourself, is you saying it to your spouse, is it you saying it to your family? I can do this. And I want to do this, and I believe that I can do this, and I'm going to do this, and you are allowed to do this. Because I think sometimes we need permission. I think we need, you know, we can be bombastic, we can barge our way through life, and we can just say, I'm an entrepreneur, I'm going to chart my own path, get out of my way. But you have to, but if you're, but if you're kind of not getting the permission from others, then, you know, you're, you're causing friction. If I were just, you know, me and my me and my wife, if I were to say, honey, I'm going to start this own business. I don't need a job. I'm going to give this a shot and not talk to her and not have that conversation. There would be friction and it would hold my business back. It would hold me back and it would hold my marriage back. Same with your family. Same with yourself. If you don't believe you want, you know, you're, you and your son, you want to do this. You feel like you can do this, but you just don't feel like you, you know. You feel like you don't have the permission to do this, or you just don't have the inner belief that you can do this, then there is going to be some friction because there's always going to be this nagging thing that I don't believe in myself, or I don't believe that I can do this, and I don't believe that it's possible. And weird, and like, and that was my journey too. Like, I thought, okay, I just have to get better at these skills. Like, I'm motivated. To do the work, so I'm, and then move on to tactics where you start to understand how to do the work, and then you learn the strategy on what it is, the reason why you're doing this work. But then you have to give yourself permission. You have to say, "I can do this. I want to do this, and I believe that I can do this." And that, and, and like I said yesterday, me coming from a very cynical outlook, that was hard for me to to adopt. That. It, cause it starts to feel woo woo. It starts to feel very spiritual. Starts to feel very like, you know, like just like believe, like believing yourself, inner self, the, the, your biggest, brightest self, your soul, that kind of stuff. It feels weird, but you have to believe it. 
and it uh, and it comes in different forms. You don't it, you don't have to follow what these little gurus are saying or these little spiritual counselors are saying. You know, get your little sticky note out and write your gratitude out and write what you're thankful for and call people that you love. It just just kind of like you do it do it however you want to do it. But it really starts with giving yourself permission, and that's the next step. Let's move on to the next step, the fifth pillar, and then we'll move on to the sixth pillar. But first, I want to talk about what I have going on. So right now I'm working on, and it's still kind of a work in progress, I'm working on the perfect wedding package. This is what I think is going to elevate wedding photographers, it's going to elevate wedding videographers to the next level to get their pricing up. Because we can get, you know, same with tactics, we can get our photos better, we can get our Lightroom presets better, we can get, you know, we can get, we can become the best photographers. But if you learn it's really not about being the best and it's really not about being having the best strategy it's about it's about really communicating your value and a really tangible way to do that and a really way to kind of give yourself some breathing room in your business is to raise your prices and if you raise your prices you're able to earn more money for doing the same amount of work and then you're able to keep doing what you want to do and and not have to worry about chasing after gigs you can open up your mind a little bit Take a, have a little breather now that you're making a little bit more money doing a little bit less. Now we'll go back to the slide. We're talking about mentors here. That's your fifth pillar. Mike is muted. Thanks, guys. Um, with you, men, with mentors, it's it can get kind of weird. It's you know the way like to to say like to go find a random stranger or to go find some like author that you read or some podcast guy that you listen to or somebody on YouTube and reach out. Really put yourself out there and say, will you be my mentor? That's a lot. And I I can't imagine myself ever doing that, to be honest. And it's just like, so I found this really nice, I, I can't, I think it was L2. I think it was an L2 talk. And they talked about, I wish I could find the video. It was just this best advice. It was steal your mentors. Do not reach out to your mentors, talk to them, and put yourself out there and say, Will you be my mentor? Will you like, can I be, can I work for you? Can I be an intern for you and follow you around? It just gets, I feel like you've already lost if you're asking that or just like you're setting yourself up for rejection. But the, the guy said in the video, steal your mentors, go out there, find your favorite author and study them, study what they do, read their books, watch their podcasts or watch their YouTube video, listen to their podcasts, all these things. Don't so much just like, and, and have multiple mentors and that's that was the kind of point he made too like you can have multiple mentors you can have six you can have 10 you can have as many mentors as you want to follow but like choose them steal their work steal steal how they're doing it steal their their knowledge and you don't have to really ask permission like will you be my mentor just reach out to them and that's what i feel like is the next step in having a, a successful creative business because you what I have learned this year and what I've kind of learned over the last few weeks is that, and and not to put it like this, like st steal like an artist is kind of one way I would look at it. But there's this kind of sense that you should not try in your business at all times, especially in a business that isn't totally new or totally revolutionary, that you should look at what other people are doing, that you should kind of steal what they're doing, like take little bits. Oh, I like that. I'm going to take this. Oh, I like this one. And take like take small little bits and samples from everyone, every business that you see. You can, I mean, you can steal copy. You can steal uh, the way someone presents a video or the style and someone, how someone cuts a video. Like you can steal all of that 
piece it all together and it will be a unique version of you and how you run your business and how you present your business. You shouldn't, and, and, you know, people, one kind of word I want you guys to learn is swipes, marketing swipes. This has kind of fallen into my vocabulary this year that you should be, when you're thinking about launching a business and you're thinking about, uh, launching a new campaign, a new product, new, you know, anything, put, you know, find examples of it. But, you know, hit the little bookmark tab, hit the little star, save this for later, create a little uh, content bank in Notion and say like, oh, I like this. I want to steal this. This is nice. Oh, I like how they said that headline. Find headlines, find copy, find paragraphs, find intros, all this kind of stuff and and put it all together and make it your own. But like and that's the kind of idea with mentors that you're looking at the people who have come before you, you're standing on the shoulders of giants and you're following them, their path, you're mimicking their path, you're, you're re, re, you know, replicating the strategies and things like that. And yeah, that's kind of the next step. That's the next progression, uh, of the fifth pillar. So now let's move on to the sixth pillar. And the sixth pillar is people. And people can be a lot of things. People can be your audience. People can be your customers, people can be your clients, uh, people can be your peers. And this, I think, is the one of the most important pillars to have in your business. Yes, you need to know how to run your business. Yes, you need to know the, the tactics and the strategy and be motivated to have your business. And you need to follow the right people and you need to give yourself permission. But without people, without customers, without an audience, you're kind of just by yourself in a room playing by yourself and you're not it's it's not a business a business a business isn't made to improve your life a business is made to improve the life of others and this is crucial you have to look at everything you do in your business every strategy you develop every tactic you made it all has to feed into we here are trying to help these people and we have an obligation to help these people and how and if anyone says anything different or if you start you yourself start to think that i want to do this for selfish reasons or i want to do this for myself or i think the business will benefit from this because it will benefit me wrong it's about the people it's about the audience you create it's about the customers you have it's about the clients you build relationships with and it's also about the peers and colleagues that you build along the way you know you shouldn't you should find peers you should in your business you should not be a, a one-man army you should be re, you should start to build and grow a network of other creatives because they need your help it, you know think about who can help me not always think about how i can do this think about the who can help me achieve this goal as opposed to how what what five ten steps do I need to do to achieve these goals and that's and that's kind of looking back at the at the tactics pillar where you're like okay I was you know that's being the technician where you're thinking about like in like an e myth you're the technician I'm going to make the thing I'm going to make the video and instead start maybe backing up you kind of shift into manager mode and say well can we hire somebody to do this can we uh, bring on a friend to help us with this? Can we seek advice from one of our colleagues about what we should do on, in this piece? And then backing it up even further to thinking like an entrepreneur and saying, how can we involve our audience? How can we involve our clients in this? How can we get uh, our peers, our audience, our readers involved in this whole process? And that is what I feel like is a really important part of running a, a successful... I'm going to get it. 
to running a successful creative business. And again, to recap, you have to have an alignment of all pillars. Every, it's not just about one. You can start with one, but you kind of have to have all of these in order to have a solid foundation. To, you know, you're building the temple of your business and each column is as important as the other one. Started with motivation. Get inspired to want to do your work on your business. Get inspired to want to improve yourself. Get inspired to want to help others and find find those people that uh, find your audience, find your your clients out there that you want to help, and get motivated to help them. Then you learn. Then you kind of start to learn the tactics. How do I do this? How do I how do I build a website? How do I shoot a video? How do I edit a, vid- a video? Then you're going to start to learn the strategy. You're going to, after you've kind of been so granular, you're going to back up a little bit. And look at the strategy. Look at the broad view. Look at the 30,000 foot view where you're saying in a year from now, if we do this tactic over and over, will this help reach our goal of helping our clients, of helping our audience? And then think, you know, really think broad terms. And then you're going to give yourself permission. You're going to, you're going to find, and this, you know, permission with your family, with your spouse, and of course with you. You have to give you, like, you have to believe that you can do this and that this is all possible. Then find mentors. Find people that have done this before. Don't try to reinvent the wheel. Look at people who have done this before. You, I can probably bet that you're not working on a revolutionary new business, so you can go find other people who have done this exact same thing. Look at their work. Copy their work. Take little bits and pieces. Take little free samples from them. and Combine it into something that you've that is yours, and then finally create fi- create networks, build relationships, and find the people in your life that are going to help you achieve the goals. Because you can't do it alone. Even if it, you're working by yourself, you're a freelancer. Being a freelancer is the it's it's very counterintuitive working as a freelancer because you're like, oh, I'm by myself. I'm a I'm a video editor. I just all I do is edit videos all day. It's really counterintuitive because you need people in your life. You need colleagues, peers, friends, clients, customers, audience, readers, all these people combined to help you move forward. You may be the leader, but you need a whole crowd, a whole army behind you pushing you forward. Those are the six pillars, folks. So thanks for watching. That kind of wraps it up. Again, I want to talk about the perfect wedding package. If you go to jordanpanderson.com slash wedding package, you will find everything there is to know. I even include uh, a couple bonuses in there for you guys to check out. And uh, I think what I've put together is something that is something that's really going to push you forward, something that's really going to change your approach and how you look at your pricing, how you look at your business. It's it, it it seems like a little thing, just raising your prices, but it's not so much about just adding a couple zeros to the end of that price tag. It's about creating value, creating a a, a real contextual conversation with your clients. It might, it might sound weird, like a contextual, like creating some context around the prices that you're going to put in front of your clients so that they're excited to say yes and they're excited to work with you. So, again, jordanpanderson.com slash wedding package. Check it out. Let me know if you have any questions. Leave some comments here in this video. And yeah, I'll see you guys tomorrow. Photographers, do you want to raise your prices but don't know how? Ditch your pretty Pinterest templates for something that actually makes you money. Check the boxes where the answer is yes. 
Are you unsure how to get those high-paying clients? Are you tired of everyone selling you on the secret formula to success that doesn't seem to be aligned with who you really are? Do you feel ready to raise your prices, but do you still feel like the market is too saturated? Are you tired of chasing wedding after wedding, barely breaking even? Do your clients say, we can't afford you? Are you feeling burnt out from saying yes to jobs and clients that don't resonate with you? Do you want to feel alive, excited, and inspired in your creative life again? If you checked any of these boxes above, then I want to invite you to check out the Perfect Wedding Package. Start charging what you deserve. You can be the best photographer with the best gear, but unless you're actually making money at this, it's nothing more than a really, really expensive hobby. What most of us end up doing, we work on projects that can barely pay the rent and end up having to settle for a 9 to 5. As a photographer, we start with so much passion and excitement. Then one day, a friend of ours says they're getting married and then they want you to shoot it. Wait, really? But I've only been doing this for fun up till now. I can't charge my friends thousands of dollars. So instead, you tell them you're only going to charge $250. Even though, looking back, they would have been more than happy to pay you more. An even worse scenario is to charge nothing for a wedding shoot because you feel like you need more practice. So much of our pricing is based on confidence and perception. As you quietly bump along to your next wedding, this time it's a friend of a friend. You think, well I can't jump too high, I'll charge $300 for this wedding. And on and on, you barely bump up your prices as to not disturb the waters or appear too ambitious. You think to yourself, if I charge $2,500, I'll look like a money hungry con artist. And on top of all that, I don't even know what excuses I would say to a client if they push back. I would run scared back down to $300 because it feels safe. And at least I won't get a no, right? Hi, I'm Jordan P. Anderson. I'm a marketing nerd, content creator. I've filmed over 200 I do's and spent the last 10 years trying to perfect a system that creates a compelling story that drives business results, whether it's new followers, course signups, or booking new clients. That business results part didn't come easy. I spent my first few years out of college in La La Land making, shooting, and vlogging my way to booking more clients. But my efforts versus what I was being paid for was always felt disconnected. I was playing around on YouTube hoping something magical would happen, and it didn't. I was barely living up to the dreams I'd set for myself. To put it bluntly, I would have made more money at Burger King than working on my video business. I felt guilty for being a poor husband. My wife was absolutely killing it in her healthcare job, and I was simply playing YouTuber, not bringing my share as a husband. I felt guilty, I felt like a failure, and on top of that, I then lost my job. Now back into a dark corner, one that I never want to visit again, I had to do some real soul searching to upheave my business, start from scratch, and create a system that could actually make money and start contributing more as a husband. Job rejection after job rejection, unemployment checks running dry, everything was out of my control. The only thing I could control was my perspective and the skills I could learn. The core of my insecurity was that I didn't know how to properly charge my clients. I didn't know how to ask for what I wanted. I started reading and studying every pricing, sales, and marketing book I could get my hands on. And then I changed my perspective. I realized that I can do this. I can provide for my wife. I can live up to those dreams. My biggest aha. My biggest aha moment was around the idea that pricing is about confidence and perception. I realized that it's all about how you frame the conversation with your clients. You have to believe that the clients 
love paying for your expensive options because of how it makes them feel. It was never about how slick I dressed or how cool I used the word strategic content driven initiatives. Knowing this, I put together this new pricing sheet and I had a client looking for a new website, a new take on her business, and a documentary to go along with it. This was my shot to put this new pricing knowledge into action. $10,000 was the number. I stared at this number on the screen for three days. No way can I send this quote. This is more money than I've ever made in my video business. Believing it's all possible, I emailed the proposal. Later that night at 10 p.m., client called and they said yes. I was lying to myself that I wasn't able to charge for what I deserve, and I chose not to accept it. In fact, I feel this calling to help you flip your approach. Save yourself from the lies we tell ourselves, and instead, get you focusing on creating something that your clients are dying to say yes to. My goal is to help you establish a price that reflects who you truly are, a professional photographer that deserves to be seen as a business-savvy, highly-valued creative who kicks ass at earning a living. Introducing the Perfect Wedding Package I have built this Perfect Wedding Package to be a step-by-step -step guide for wedding photographers to start charging what they deserve. If you want more income, better clients, and more time to do the things you love, this template is what you need. Establish pricing that reflects your true value and upgrade your mindset to get comfortable welcoming more money and abundance with ease. The Perfect Wedding Package is your next step on the journey to raising your rates and getting paid what you deserve. You've been leaving so much money on the table with your wedding packages. What's inside the Perfect Package? A DIY printable one-page proposal that saves you countless hours on quoting and negotiation, an easy-to-read breakdown of a price sheet so you're able to bring in more income and avoid the low-paying, stressful gigs, creating the perfect set of options for your brides and grooms. The main reason why your wedding packages fail to book new clients? A checklist for what you need before any proposal is ever written and how to avoid clients from hell. The art of crafting options that guide your clients to choosing the right package every time. You'll also receive the perfect wedding package template, a $250 value, an in-depth video lesson, $500 value, a bonus, one-on-one -on -one wedding package workshop, a $2,000 value, another bonus, photography website audit, a $2,000 value, and a third bonus, direct access to me on Discord, a $150 value, total value, $4,900. Free video lesson. This in-depth video lesson makes it easy to create a one-page price sheet that does the selling for you and gives you the confidence to increase your income and free up time for you to focus on your best creative self. A $500 value. Bonus number one. One-on-one -on -one wedding package workshop. This 30-minute coaching session magnifies your results by having a practical, comprehensive conversation that focuses on perfecting your prices and clears up any hesitation about taking the next big step in your business and helps you realize that you are worth it and you deserve what's best in life. Bonus number two, photography website audit. This personalized assessment provides the keys to getting an objective look at your website so that you can create an experience that excites clients to work with you and share your story as a creative as well as create a place that shows off your portfolio that you can be proud of. Bonus number three, free access to me on Discord. This private channel is the shortcut needed to get direct access to me, so you're able to get your price questions answered and create a safe place to learn how to upgrade your business and build a network that goes beyond your little backyard. A $4,900 value for only $97. I'm no math surgeon, 
but that looks like $4,883 of education going right back into your bank account. Imagine how it will feel to book your ideal clients, generate the income that you need and deserve, finally go full-time, have the tools you need to reach your goals, and truly believe in yourself. So what's the catch, Jordan? I'm offering this guide because I know that when you raise your rates and your clients say yes, that you're more likely to keep doing what you love, leave the 9 to 5 behind forever, and continue to grow your photography brand. That's it. That's my sleazy sales tactic for you to have success and maybe one day to share that success with the creative community. In fact, $97 is one fiftieth of what I could be charging for an offer like this. I'm almost kicking myself for setting the price so low. So why would I do this? Helping photographers is my calling because like you, I've been told you have to go get a real job and that you have to be a starving artist in order to do what you love. I'm calling bullshit. So my goal is to help you make money. Then hopefully you'll choose to reinvest some of those profits back into the products and services that I offer. Does that sound more than fair? Do you have a guarantee? Yes. If at any time you feel like you have not gotten your money's worth, let me know and I'll refund you on the spot. I guarantee that if you implement this template, watch the videos, ask questions, and start believing that this is all possible, then you will have a completely new wedding package and a solid understanding of the core fundamentals of pricing and marketing yourself as a photographer. If for some reason you don't feel this is true, then let me know and you'll receive a full refund. No questions asked, and you keep the template to share with a friend who might find it useful. But if you're like most people, this experience will change your business, and for some of you, it will change your outlook on life. Just to recap, the perfect wedding package includes the perfect wedding package template, a $250 value, in-depth video lesson, $500 value, a bonus of one-on-one -on -one wedding package workshop, $2,000 value, second bonus of photography website audit, $2,000 value, and a third bonus of direct access to me on Discord, a total value of $4,900. If you want more income, better clients, and more time to do the things you love, then this is the template you need. Frequently asked questions. Do I have to be an advanced pro photographer? Not at all. In fact, the earlier you learn this, the more your photography business will thrive. Avoid the early mistakes and start charging what you're worth. And for the professionals out there, let's break a few old habits around pricing your work. When do I get to talk to you, Jordan? In order to get the most out of this package and get light a fire under your ass, we have to strike while the iron is hot. Your booking window expires 60 days from the date of purchase, so get on the Calendly ASAP. If there are major schedule conflicts, let me know. How do I book my pricing session with you, Jordan? I'll send you a Calendly invite for our 30-minute pricing workshop. You choose a time that works for you, and away we go. Does this actually work? Yes. Speaking from personal experience, I've used this on projects where I was able to charge $10,000. The variable is you and how much you believe you can achieve your goals. Why is this so cheap? Value is in the eye of the beholder. If you really want to know, I'm keeping this price down because I want so many more people to get their hands on this knowledge. If you want to pay more for it, just let me know. Thanks for listening. To start using the perfect wedding package, go to jordanpanderson.com slash wedding package.